from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. It smells so fresh in here. It's like somebody uh, opened up a can of uh, fruity air freshener in here. What are you munching on there, big dog? A little pineapple, a little watermelon? Yes. It smells so summery in here now. Ah, What? Well, before it was sausage and uh, chicken. <laughs> now it's, that wasn't for him, though. I know. Now we've moved on to the fruit salad portion of the show. He started it's, out with... Oatmeal and blueberries and cranberries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's eating well, man. Eating good these days. What are you down to there, Slimy? How much have you uh, decided to drop there? Uh, right now, 252. What, what I, you've gained two pounds? What did you do? I don't started reincorporating a little bit more protein in my diet. Oh, okay. Does the wife know uh, this or did you mm-hmm. just, okay. I didn't he, want to get you thrown under the bus. He's eating more like a bear. You want me to go get you some palmetto berries? Yeah, I've always said I was a gorilla, <laughs> so I might as well eat like one. <laughs> get you some palmetto berries out here in the back. You know, speaking of berries, uh, I know that you're not on the lease anymore this year, but uh, how's your acorn crop looking uh, around your place? Because my tree in my front yard is loaded. Everywhere, I mean loaded. everywhere I'm hearing trees are loaded. Wow, that's going to be uh, that's going to be a you think the rain's falling out of the sky bed. It's gonna well. That's a good well, thing. You know, this, we have those years where it's like you know, meh, you know, a couple of trees produce, and then but this you year, you know who gonna, it's really gonna hurt? The hunters who rely on corn feeders. That that is, I will say that you know, that means that later on in the season, your feeders would help. <laughs> Let um, me tell you, it's amazing when the pigs and everything are just going around like vacuum cleaners sucking up acorns. Because they prefer those more than corn. I I was in a oak hammock. Oh, they do prefer those more than corn. But guess yeah. what? Just like everything else, those run out. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I was going to say they they are so. It's like a feeder anyway. It's like a na- a nature's feeder. I uh, went out pistol hunting with my brother one year down around Ona, and I was in an oak hammock, and they came through a horde of them. Came through hogs, every everything from six pounds to uh, you know well over two hundred, and they just vacuumed the whole place. And then the turkeys showed up, and then they they left, and then everybody left. But then it was like three hours later, they came back just to check, just to make sure they got everything. Do we you get know, it? It's like, do we get it? You know, I, I got to come back and see if maybe the wind blew some more on the floor or something like that. They come back, and if you can find a tree that's producing a lot of mass uh, mass like that, where it's dropping on the ground. They will return. And, and it is amazing because there are always, you know, up north you hear about the white oaks and this and that. And there's different acorns that, that they prefer. And there are obviously certain trees. And back in my younger days, I would actually take and uh, maybe uh, fertilize a particular area. And, you know, that's Help not, them out a little that's bit. They're not there distributing feed. That's not, you know, doing. But... Uh, I maybe did that in a few places, and 
l- let's just say that that uh, application applies with uh, Family Heritage Outdoors. That there are a few uh, hardwood areas that are sparsely uh, covered with you know, maybe some briars and a few other natural things that happen to get a little extra fertilized kicked well, out that's in their all right. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, why, why, would there, why would that be even remotely illegal yeah, that's like, if you're out there trying to help well, out? Well, the only place that's really probably frowned upon is if you do it on a wildlife management area. Mm-hmm. Are there, now, I can understand you can't <laughs> throw any food plot or anything else like that out yeah. there, but... Um, fertilizers uh, under an oak tree is considered a no-no as well? They would probably make it a no-no if they really thought people were out there doing it. A little 666, a little malorganite out there, a little nitrogen. A little post hole digger. A little yeah, sure. <laughs> God forbid help. you're helping anything out. I mean. Well, you know. Well, I'm, uh, all in all, I know that my, my tree in the front yard is, is uh, even though it got butchered by uh, Fort Duke Energy, it's still uh, it's producing quite a lot this year. Uh, all the blue jays, you know, they love those things. They coming in there, they're sticking them into palm trees, hiding them up in there, you know, for getting ready for whatever winter they think is going to come down here. But uh, I was just wondering what it was looking like out in your neck of the woods or up north where you were up there in Bronstown. Trees are heavy. Trees are loaded. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Well, we're fixing to start. The One of the things we were doing, I know I talked to you guys about this in the first hour, getting our grant stuff and everything else straightened out but we're actually fixing to start harvesting uh and one of the things that they want to do excuse me with the grants that we're getting obviously is the reforestation and the efforts they're trying to make uh bringing back stuff up there in longleaf they're pushing for the longleaf but we've got a couple other trees we're looking at putting back down ourselves but one of the things that I'm going to do with ours is the pine plantations or the way I want to plant it is to sow in, like you said, there's going to be areas throughout those pines. I'm going to actually try to go in there and put in some mass trees with acorns, but I'm also going to go in and put in some different kind of fruit trees, be it pears, Persimmon. peaches, apples. Persimmon will grow up there, won't it? So, yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, got to remember, man, pine trees, you got to burn them. You got to burn The only way they can reproduce is uh, with a little bit of fire. So you got to make sure. Well, they're not reproducing. Spread the seeds. Spread the seed out there. Well, and the the cool part about this is the way they're doing this program, you can actually set properties up to not just be a quote unquote tree farm to where you can actually do things to make it more for a habitat standpoint, not just a pine plantation or you know from that standpoint of trying to put x amount of trees on x amount of acres any any single monoculture area just you know doesn't work very well don't work real well it's it's nice to have those edges those breaks in it and just get them cedar trees out of there man they'll take over everything (laughs) i mean it's just one of those things tom's dead right about that let me tell you they will it's amazing how fast they they get up there but uh Speaking of acorns, you remember we had the question posed to us about a couple of years ago about a person who thought that, you know, he had a lot of acorns in his yard here and wanted to gather them up, put them in bags, and then take them out and put them somewhere where he could hunt them. <laughs> yes. Is it, that considered baiting when it is a naturally occurring it, it thing? It is still baiting. If you went, acorns uh, don't belong under pine trees. That's what I'm saying. If you took it out <laughs> to a management area with a backpack full of acorns and decided to drop them all over, uh, you know, underneath your 
palm area over there, um, they would call that baiting, and that would be a bad, bad thing. And all it does is attract a bunch of squirrels. For the most part, they'll be the first ones there. Yeah, sure, until they start to ferment a little bit, and then the hogs will show up. You know that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And speaking of management areas, I had a guy that asked me this question this past week. He, he uh, said, I heard you guys talking a month or two back about being able to use electric bikes on management areas to go out and go scouting and do all the other stuff. Have you? He wanted to know where we were on that. Did you hear anything else the, about that? The... Um the last commission meeting, they passed the rule on the e-bikes, and basically the rule they passed was to keep it status quo. You can operate an e-bike where you can operate a car, okay? And if you're turning around or where a normal bicycle can go, you can operate the lower class e-bikes without any issue. So what does that mean? A bike that you can pedal uh, yes, partially? Yes, the pedal assist, the pedal assist bikes, and that they they have these different classes. The lower class ones, you can't turn around, and basically take a, a a motorcycle, electric motorcycle, and go flying all over the place. But you can turn around and ride bike trails with them. If you're allowed to ride a bike there, you can ride a An low class e bike there. Lower class. Do they the have lower. a description or a, yes, or a spec it's all somewhere? Specked out, yeah. Where can you find that info? I'll work on getting that okay. for the break. The break. All right, fine. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you listening. That's for sure. Don't forget that Brandon Ford today has their big old giant sale going on. It is Labor Day weekend. I know there's probably only about five people listening to the show because everybody else is looking for a place to go. Ninety-six hour Labor Day super sale. It'll be a great time to go out and get your best deal car, truck, or used vehicle out there, Brandon Ford, this weekend would be a time to do it. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are Braden, Bill, and that Jonathan guy. Oh, look, there's Diego. We'll be back. jumping all over the dial today. I feel I, I should go get a haircut for some reason. Shave one side and pull it down in the front. I don't, I don't know. Seriously. I feel like I'm back in confettis. Remember confettis on South Del Mabry? No. Oh. Before my time. No, it was not. <laughs> Do you know who that was? You know who's singing that song there, Bill George? Take a guess. You guess, I'll give you 10 bucks. That song? Yeah. Uh, young Lady? <laughs> uh, That's My Girl Wants to Party All the Time. Party All the Time. Party All the Time. Madonna? Yeah, that's who it was, Madonna. Eddie Murphy. Yes, that's right, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> you never heard this? Was that his brief uh, music career? Oh, yeah. This is when he was at the top of his game, man. Party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time. Think it, Bill George. I don't know it. Take the low part, buddy. Eddie Murphy is a talented person. (laughs)
Welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Live in the studio today, Braden Gunn, Bill George, and uh, that other guy, Jonathan Swindle, who decided to show up today. He had a good reason for being out last weekend, and that's all good. And we're just like to we're just like seeing him here yeah. because he's nice and healthy and eating right. And of course, Diego, uh, we had to drag him out of bed this morning. Of course, he'd much rather be sleeping, which I don't blame him. It's all good. Yeah. What are you guys gonna do tomorrow? It's gonna be a nice Sunday. It's gonna be beautiful, and then you got Monday off. Do you have Monday off? Makes it's it alligator more... season. Yeah, well, I know what he's doing. I need to go a either hunt an alligator. Find an alligator, or make alligator equipment. Are you are you taking the whole weekend off? Are you and the kids? You they're, went to the beach two weeks ago. You're pretty much vacated out, aren't you? Probably are going to be some uh, assembling of tree stands in my future, okay. and uh, that's good work though. Some stuff at the ranch that needs to be set up for possibly archery season since it's getting a little closer down there what are you talking about i thought we were going to get that set up to where we could shoot at the little uh birds of peace that too well come on well, man pick a, I, pick a, I get a you know pick a target you got a what Bill I, got, George? I got a place we planted a bunch of millet who's we oh boy let's let's just not go into full detail who's this we you speak this is of? undisclosed locations what he's trying to is it an undisclosed location i had i had a uh, uh so big humongous going- sack of hancock um japanese millet uh-huh. and a great big sack of uh regular brown top millet so are you toiling are you actually turning the soil doing all that stuff oh, and no, planting it was the seed? turned it was or are you just, just throwing to it? A, a beautiful clean are you just throwing it out there to see if no, it no, like no, uh, no, will no. sprout it's, on its, its own? It's come up. There's purpose behind it, this. It, it's come up and it's probably now about six inches tall. Well, that's a little late. Uh, I mean, Dove's first phase well, starts at the end of the month. Dude. Yeah, first phase does. But do you, do you, who wants to it? be out there very first thing? Well, then you get the native birds. But, but the ones that have been eating at Mrs. Johnson's uh, bird feeder for the past nine months. But nice and plump. They're darn right. I don't want in, those young in ones. In general area, I never have heard a bunch of dove hunting going on, and we were having spit it out, young we man. We were having a whole bunch of birds all over the place, being that there was a lot of sand, dirt, and seed on top of the ground. Well, it got it got put in a little bit, but uh, needless to say, we had a bunch of birds out there. And uh, how and, many? How many is a bunch? 10, 20? 30, 300. Dark I'm sorry, what did you just say? About 300. And 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 then all of a sudden, boom, and where is this place they're at? gone. Well, that's because all the seed, I mean, all the planted stuff is now germinated. Chink, show me a Yeah. <laughs> but, but now see, why didn't you call Jonathan and find out what that darn flower is that he has out there growing that they just, they're addicted to? They can't, go, they can't turn away from it. It's a natural. I was, I was going to take a picture of said flower when I was out to. there with Dad the other day, and Get some we saw an iguana, and I got sidetracked. Sorry. Oh yeah, iguana! <laughs> I went into kill mode, and yeah. Just, I don't think you have iguanas. He does. The dude, he sent me a picture of the baby when it was on the side of the fence it post didn't there. Look like an iguana. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was uh, we brown have iguanas, and, and there's another one out there. I need to take a picture of and send it to you guys and see if. Uh, does it have a red listen, head on it? Listen. No, it's. A green, a like the green of his shirt. No way. And it's got black stripes down its back. Well, it ain't no skink. Listen, do you have water on your property? Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Do you have alligators on your property? Mm, actually, we haven't really seen any that many alligators. What do you think it's year? a baby alligator hanging no, off the no, side no, of the no, fence no. post? I'm just looking to see if we can't have a alligator reconnaissance slash iguana. Oh, there can shoot. always be a reconnaissance because I have ideas. There, I know a couple places there probably are some alligators on yeah. the property. What? How did? How did all of a sudden we get sidetracked off of Braden hearing about three hundred doves and uh, and not knowing where <laughs> the heck this is? How did that happen? Squirrel. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, I got a field, 300 doves. And I was like, hey, Jonathan, you want to go hey. do some alligators skirting around so, there? Oh, so skirt, skirt, skirt. They were there They were there long after <laughs> what I would have thought would have been the initial planning remnants. So when you stop throwing Wonder Bread out there, they just stop showing up? What's, what's No, I, I mean, there was a lot of doves out there, and we normally Well, that means do. they're still in the hood, man. They're still there. They're still around. When everybody else starts but shooting, they're going to come you, back. You, What's you maturity on, on green top or brown, a white top and brown top millet? Two months? 30 days. Yeah. Is it 30 all the way till seed? You'll I think miss, it's longer than if that. He's got, what would you say? It's about six inches? Yeah. Yeah, you'll probably catch the end In of the second f- phase. Eh, no, you probably will be hitting the second phase. I mean, there's, on there's the probably square. five acres planted. Where's this at? That's undisclosed. How do you know about it? And I don't know about it. I'm if just, it's undisclosed, I don't know about you it. You know about it. He knows about it. Dago, do you know where it I is? I don't know about it. I just could tell you by the way he's talking, this is a undisclosed VIP location that you're, what he's hinting at is that you're invited to go to it. I'm but you can't some, tell everybody. I'm seeing some guilty you, faces you, in you here, you man. You don't keep quiet very well. So Who I don't? Think, the, it, 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 when it the, comes to a dove property, are you, I'm shuddy, shuddy. What, when it, That's what, what he's trying to tell you is. <laughs> so, <laughs> zip it but up. But all of a sudden, it's like night and day, all these birds disappeared. And so I'm wondering, did somebody else somewhere start throwing out a bunch mm. of bird seed or crack corn or something to make said birds all of a sudden disappear in masses? Uh, or their brown top they put in 30 days before you put yours in. Yeah, they planted back in the uh, end of June or something. It's probably down on the ground, cut and done, whatever. But uh, they'll be back. It means well, they're still in the neighborhood. It, I mean, it's, it's not like they just like uh, packed up and went to Michigan for a week or two. It's I mean, not like the this was this was the second attempt. The first attempt, the seed probably got buried a little too deep. Why didn't you go with uh, trying to do some sesame seed out there? Why didn't you try try that one? Because in my garage was two bags. Of okay, <laughs> run what you brought. I got you. Yeah, don't make an effort. When, when I was looking to do something out at the lease, I had acquired, you know, a bunch mm-hmm. of Hancock seed. Sure. And yeah. So we were looking to go out and do something for said dove season out there, but since that property fell through, I found another place to, um, per se, Jeez. utilize it. This is the worst conversation ever. And here to wit, uh, there shall be, therefore, therefore shall this day forward be thou quieteth, uh, undisclosed. Loose lips sink ships. Yeah. Nola Contendere. Yeah, the whole nine yards. Just be happy. When am I going to find out? If if you get asked to wear it. When am I going to find out? Just answer the question, Your Honor. Your Honor, he's going to Bradshaw. Badger the witness. Can you please (laughs) have him answer the question? This this Duck Dynasty all over again. You're going to get Bradshaw. Is what he's trying to sell you. Yeah. When am I going to find out? We'll find out a little bit later in the season. No, probably not first phase. 
we'll probably, probably not. Yeah, probably that not sounds there. really promising. Thank you so much. Maybe I'll just work on my own dove field. Listen, if you want to hunt doves in the first phase, I got I got something you and I can go do. I can legally. Let's see. What's the date today? Fifth, uh, fifth today. Today's the fifth. So legally, uh, seed everything has to be off the ground by uh, ten days before the start of the season. All that stuff. So we're looking at the seventeenth. So uh, you know, you could go out and plant air quotes plant my uh, stuff out there right now as long as it's not on the ground 10 days before the the beginning of the season. Is that right? That's what the rules say. That's what the rules say. So you can go hang some nice bird feeders out there, you know, try to get a couple of crackles in there, maybe a nice few finches show up. Get it gone 10 days. As long as it's there out for there by the 17th, you're all good. And there's none left. Because <laughs> if there's anything left we got of, you. of the golden nuggets, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, your golden nuggets in court, I'm sure. Paying that they time. don't play. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. Big and the dollars. Don't forget, big giant sale going on. Brandon Ford this weekend. It's Labor Day, 96-hour Labor Day Super Sale. Go out and see our boy Brooksy today. Get a new car truck, okay? All right, go do it. It's magic. Sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. Oh, the future. Today. I'm feeling a little bit better after our conversation off the air. Thank I'm you, Bill George. It's not okay. That, not that I got to do a location of any time, but uh, hearing uh, your planting skills and uh, what to expect in about 30 days or so, I, I'm, or feel, less. I'm feeling a little bit better about about the situation. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not kidding you when I say that. The two questions that I'm asked the most ever when I'm out and about are, A, where can I go hog hunting? And B, where would I, where can I go shoot doves? Literally, that's the two big, giant questions. And I always ask them. I'm like, well, what, are you willing to pay for a hog hunt, or are you just looking for a place to go to, to pop hog? And they're like, everybody I don't care. Wants, everybody wants a free one. Yeah, but I mean, but they're at the point where they're like, I don't, I don't care. I mean, if it's a bigger boy or whatever, I mean, I'm not looking for a trophy. I just want to get out and kill a couple hogs put them in the freezer. And I'm like, well, and I give them options. And they're like, what about doves? And I'm like, yeah, you can go to FWC and uh, look what they got. And, I tell uh, you, when I, when I was young, my dad, my dad took us kids out on a number of dove hunts over the years. And one nice place was up in San Antonio. But part of the agreement when you, when you went to hunt it, you, you had to sign something that said you would not approach the landowner and basically try and take the land out from underneath them. Oh, sure. Uh, why not? I mean, uh, I don't know where those days have gone. I mean, the uh, you know the good old days when uh, uh, you could go knock on a door or you knew somebody or knew somebody that knew somebody, and uh, they used to have dove hunts all over the place. They'd have uh, you know areas where uh, families could gather and go out and do it. I know when Glenn was here on the show, uh, you know, he always talked about Oh, that about, was a big thing for us. That was always the big thing where all the family could go and the kids could run around and, uh, wow. you know, everybody could play and do whatever. And 
uh, there's barbecue grills going on and all that other kind of stuff. Matt, there there it, were several dove seasons at Mackin. Let me put it this way. From my house to back to mom and dad's house when you crossed the creek at McIntosh Road, um, yeah, it sounded like a uh, clay range out really? there but during dove season. Sure. Yeah, it, I love that sound. And one of the things about the dove hunt is it's it's a social event. Usually there's exactly. a little cookout, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Then you go out there and you, you hunt the afternoon and – you just have a good time. Yeah, and then during the evening time, you're all standing around gathering and complaining, feathers, you know, flying around everywhere as you're cleaning birds and doing all that stuff. Well, and, and kids are asleep before you get home in the car. Well, and see, you know, for us, the, the fun thing was always for us is I never knew you could hunt dove until noon. And ours are always, that was always, you would go out, the shoot would usually start, like you said, after lunch, everybody get there. We'd have lunch, we'd go out and shoot, and we'd shoot till 4 or 5 o'clock, and then it was everybody get back together. We had our spot there under the oak trees. That, that you that was the picking, you know, the picking station, or the, excuse me, we had the ones that would pick the whole dove, and then we had the ones that were Just pressing, pressing them out. Pressing yeah. them out over here like, I ain't wasting my time picking a dove. Yeah, a pair of shears, man, if that's what you're doing, snip, snip, pulp, it's done deal. I mean, if you do it that way, I like the whole ones myself, but um, – I just, you know, and I asked the last guy who asked me about it, and I said, well, what would you think would be a good price if you had a dove field? What would you pay to go out on a dove field? And he's like, I don't know, 70 bucks? Seriously. I mean, that, that's how, how, that's how much people want to go out and do that for a day. I'll be honest with you. I'd rather turn around and, you know, for Jonathan, if he could plant, plant something like that, I would think that would be more enjoyable to host a couple dove hunts than it would be to hunt a couple hog hunts or yeah. something like that. I, I know. Uh, we used to do hog hunts here at the radio station where we would take. At uh, the radio station? Yeah, we would take people who worked here at the oh, radio station. Oh. and yeah, yeah, no, we'd let hogs go inside <laughs> the radio station. All right, everybody go find one. I, I, I see a shark down yonder. <laughs> no, but it was like uh, like guys like Diego, you know, guys who worked here, part-timers, uh, some of the, the women who worked here that wanted yeah. to go. And uh, we get a hunt together. Well, it's all great because you gather, and then all of a sudden, you know, you go with your separate person. It's, you know, two people, teams, they go out, and usually with a guide or with somebody who knows what they're doing for their first time. And, and so it's not as social, you know, until the beginning and then at the end. Whereas on a dove field, if you're on a good dove field, they're screaming and yelling at each other the whole time. You know, yeah. you're whistling going, Jonathan, on your right. You know, and they're like, what? Oh, boom, boom. The, bet, the, the <laughs> you funnest it. part about the dove hunt used to be with some of our family is the ones that you would get messed up that didn't know directions. Because ours wasn't on your right, on your left. It's north, south, east, you know, and everything. Yeah. You would see the one person who would come out there that didn't know or was disoriented as far as like, okay, which direction. And you're sitting there going, and you'd say, east. And they're like, what? Where? What? Which is They're it? looking around. Which way is east? Wait, let me get a compass out. Yeah, that's why they invented the swivel dove chair. Oh <laughs> so you get to swivel from one side to the other. Yeah, you're not sitting on a cooler or whatever with your butt getting all canoeed up and all that kind of stuff. Well, I, I'm looking forward to it this year. I'd like to be able to go. I know I the first time I ever took my my kids out and uh, uh, went out with some folks down south uh, with Black Dagger and all that stuff. Next thing you know, why is it my the back of my truck was like the gathering place? I got like 12 kids hanging around me, which was great because when I did shoot a bird, I'd go, go get that thing. 
I got 12 bird dogs that are out there looking for it. It was <laughs> so awesome. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Yeah. Where's it? He went down right over there. No more to your left. Go that way. Yeah, he's right in that area right there. <laughs> and then it became like an Easter egg hunt. They're like, I got him. They're like, how'd you find him? I was right here. I almost stepped on it. Brady looks know? like the dog challenge master. Yeah. And then, of course, all the, par- all the parents at the end were all going, man, I really appreciate you watching out for the kids like that. It was so nice. I got my limit today. <laughs> because they could they could actually concentrate on dove hunting. Yeah, pawn them off over there on Braden. It's all good. Uh, well, it gives us more room to shoot. I think oh. ended up with like six birds for the day. But the best shot was the one that Barrett did. It was coming straight in. He had that 20 gauge, and I was like, coming right at us, coming right at us. Get him, get him, get him, get him. Boom, and it like, beep, 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 boink, landed right in the truck. I was like, that. see, that's how you do it right there. You well, just shoot. Any questions? Land right I, in the back I, of the bed of the truck. I am not the best wing suitor, so next weekend out there at Fishhawk, it's practice. I, it's I'll actually practice. The only thing I need to do is tell Carlos when we're done, I'll take the gun to my house just so that I'll have it for dove season. Yeah. Did you invite Diego out? Is he coming out, or is uh, Diego's did, running the board? We can get like uh, JB to come in and run the board. That way he can come out and mess around with you guys. He he can shoot sporting clays. Diego, don't wear those shoes though. Th- no, don't. There's fire ants all th- up in there. They got they got somebody else for after the twelve o'clock. If he turns around, and misses too much of the morning, he may they may turn around and have somebody else on that board on us. You want me to call? We don't a, want that. You want me to call Shriner and see if he'll come in and then sub for you <laughs> while you're while you're out. <laughs> you want me to do that for? What's what? What? I don't even want to. Help I know the out. look you're getting right now. Oh yeah, he's got the head down and the head shake like, no, don't you even? <laughs> I will come in there and kick your right out Yeah, but next weekend, just so you don't know, if you do know, if you don't know, here we go. We're going to be out at the uh, uh, Fishhawk Sporting Clays next Saturday. We're going to be out there with uh, Trinity Sportsman's Ministries out there for the dove shoot. I mean, <clears throat> clay shoot. They used to have dove feeling out there. Work on that. And you never got invited. Work on that, Bill. Well, I didn't have the elite membership thing that you had to get uh, that was included the dove field, which I thought was the most brilliant thing you could ever. Come out, shoot sporting clays. And by the way, if you get up to this membership, you get to come out and dove hunt through the phases. I was like, guess what? what? You actually shoot stuff you can take home. Yeah, exactly. Well, let me tell you, that place place is a beautiful place to go out there and shoot. It is. It's very nice. It's, uh, It's cool. It's beautiful. It's manicured. First time I ever pulled up around there, I thought it was at like one of those Ocala horse places, you know, with the fence thing along the front and everything. All it's all nice, and I was like, "What is this? This is not like your typical sporting the, the clay place." Family thing. is first class. And I pulled in there, and everything's law. You know, it's like mowed and beautifully mac grass everywhere. I mean, it's pretty. It's nice. It's it's rolling. It's not you know all flat and everything else. It's it's a beautiful place. But we're going to be out there with them, and they're going to be uh, shooting. I'm not going to be able to shoot because i got to go to work right after the show, but you're going. Uh, who else is going? Carlos. Carlos is going. Are, we are, have you, are you going to go, Jonathan? Nick. You're going? I will be there. You're going to show up? Yes, what shotgun are you bringing? Uh, oh, decisions, decisions. Hmm. Probably you, an over and under. You're going to open up your safe and just sit there with your finger over your lip going, hmm. Hmm, which one of you boys should I take out today? Yeah. Wait, hey, Nick is coming? Should, should it, Officer Nick is coming. Uh, yeah. Is he going to shoot on, on uh, the Big and Wild team? or that's, is he? That's, that was the plan. Really? Yeah. Do you know how horrible he is at shooting a shotgun? It, Who listen, cares? That's what, 
I will. Be I thought we were trying to win this thing. With you not being there, I get to be lead guy. Oh, 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 I thought Carlos was going to take that mantle yeah, and I, run I, with it. Well, Carlos is yet. Wasn't to he win second yet. best or? once with his gun? I. Oh, that's right. I'm just shooting. So <laughs> that's yeah. the way you got to go. You got to get with the attitude. It's I look, man. I'm just showing up. I'm shooting on armor. It's all good. No, I'm just showing up and shooting. I'll go ahead and tell you that right now. <laughs> Officer Nick, I'm just busting on him. He actually is a pretty good shooter. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what he shows up with. I brought my single shot H&R 20 gauge. I'm going to knock everything out of the sky. Yeah. Especially on them doubles. Uh, Wait till they cross. But now this one here, it's still, I think there's still some slots available maybe. I don't know because I talked to Dennis uh, briefly this past week and he said it was filling up. But you, you remember our panfish challenge? Yeah. Um, from what I gather, there's no uh, decline in participation. Oh, I got you. Yeah, so it's like uh, the last minute kind of thing because we're about a week out. So yeah. everybody's like so. trying to get everything in there. Well, if you would like to come out, because I know they're still going to have the raffles. They're still got firearms and stuff they're going to be giving away. A lot of great prizes and all that stuff for the raffle. So even if you don't come out to shoot, you can still come out and support out there for uh, uh Sportsman's Ministries out there for sure. Buy some raffle tickets. I know in the morning they got coffee and donuts out there, and then they have a great lunch afterwards. Uh, usually some barbecue of some sort, kind of thing. One year they had some steaks and stuff. It was it was pretty decent. Right. And uh, you can come on out and hang out, and do what you got to do. I mean, uh, they'll do it upright. Uh, Ter- uh, Tracy uh, Garrett's going to be coming out there from Hunters of the Hungry and uh, bringing his family just to hang out. Which is probably a really bad thing, because from what I understand, talking to him briefly, his boys are going to be like, Dad, 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 can we go out? Dad, 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 can we go out? Dad, 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 can we go out? We'll we'll see if he has a clay pigeon recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Clay pigeon recipe? Yeah, Diego may want to try some. You like chalk? There you go. I kind of like it. You like chalk? How do I get the eye rolling? I'm the only one that can actually see the man. You guys are all like talking about him, and I get this. <laughs> I just shot him a look. So that's Great for radio. Uh, yeah, so uh, next weekend we're going to be out there broadcasting live, and we invite you to come out and hang out with us. And uh, even if you come out a little bit later afterwards, uh, the shoot's usually over around uh, noonish, 11 noon. About What was it last year? They kind of rolled in at last guys, last shooters. We're in by what eleven thirty somewhere around there. Yeah, some because it, it starts take at long. nine. We run, we run through the course. People have already gotten well started by the time we get off there at ten. Yeah. So. so and then lunch is served. So if you'd like to show up there around eleven thirty or so and uh, get in on the raffles and all that kind of stuff, I would say, good on you. Come out and help out. It'd be a good time had by all. I wish I could shoot this year. I'm feeling shooty this year. Itchy trigger finger. I'm feeling shooty shooty. Well, don't call in sick. Well, I can't because Dylan's going to be there, so I can't, can't really can't really go. Dylan, I'm not feeling good. I think I ate a bad donut. I'm not going to show up, but I'm going to go shoot sporting clay. So I'll be right. All right, we're taking a break. It is the Big Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. Big sale going on this weekend. Go out and see him today. Get yourself a nice uh, crew cab, a nice truck, uh, expedition, whatever it is you want. Go get them. 96 hour Labor Day super sale going on now. We'll be right back.
Shake it, shake it. Hey, Big and Wild Outdoors, Brendan Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George here in the studio, live and in person here. <sighs> I could see him being the Pharaoh walking around with a shotgun in one hand and a stalk in the other. <laughs> That's my fly swatter. I'm swatting mosquitoes. I have no idea what you people are even referring to at all. I don't know. What are know. the seeds flying off that thing for? I uh, don't know. Uh, and in case you don't know, this weekend, this whole entire Labor Day uh, weekend, here is a uh, free saltwater fishing day weekend kind of thing going on. So you can go out and do some uh, freshwater fishing, uh, saltwater fishing. If you happen to be heading over to the beachy type areas, it's all well and good. Um, I asked you guys a little while ago what you guys were doing on Sunday or Monday or whatever it is. And uh, talked to my brother this past week, uh, the chef, Chef Bart. Up at the little lamb up there. Um, took my daughter up there for her birthday and had a fabulous, fabulous meal. Unbelievable did, food did, up there. I'm serious. It's did like, she order chicken tenders? She got the uh, spicy chicken again this year. That's her favorite. She wanted the, the one where the waitress, I love it when my kids do this. She's like, well, you know, honey, that's a little spicy. She goes, I can handle spice. I'm, I'm like, that's my girl. That's the way. All that uh, Tabasco and milk when she was growing up uh, really pays off. Anyway, uh, I talked to Bart, and he was like, dude, I want to go. I want to go because you remember there was an episode that uh, our buddy John Brunson did where he took the family out for the evening, took a can cooker, you know, one of his big sponsors, took his can cooker out there and went crabbing and uh, did them right there. You know, had a fire on the beach and put the can cooker on there and steamed them Can't on there. Can't get no fresher seafood than Dude, that. I mean, and ever since he did that, it's been eating at, at Bart's brain. He saw the episode. He's so, like, I want to do that. I want to do that so bad. I want to so do that So when are you looking to do it? He wants to go tomorrow. He wants to go Sunday evening because the kids have. Sunday evening. Because uh, you know, they have Monday off. So, you know, there's no excuse of we got to go because there's school tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. Where are you looking to go? Okay. <laughs> At a specific location that they Here, <laughs> Here's the hard here's the hard part. Bart put it upon me, he said, You pick the spot, we'll go out there and we'll do it. So I literally the, for this entire week have been racking my brain because all my old haunts, all my old spots have been either taken over by condominiums or by kayakers and paddleboarders and Are you uh, gonna do the night crabbing or the day crabbing? We're gonna do a little of both. We're going to do uh, probably the old uh, chicken necks on a string type thing. I don't mm-hmm. want to get out there and set a bunch of crab traps or any pyramid traps or anything like that. So that way the kids can experience the old school way of doing it. You know what I mean? Where you Not know, the lantern go around with the dip net and the lantern. At no, night. no we did, we've done that before. You know, I took the kids out there. So that's, you know, oh, that's old hat. You know, walking the flats with the, you know, the little lights on your head and, and going out and scooping and doing all that stuff. Good. Which is a fun way to do it, but and and shrimp right now too, dude. I had so many people looking for shrimp. Anyway, we have two tiny little littler ones, so you know, going out and wade fishing is not really a good idea for them because the one is really smaller. Bart's youngest is you know three, and so it's not like yeah. he's going to be out there wandering around it's and they go on his shoulders, that, doing that kind of stuff. So either somebody's going to end up carrying a kid or uh, you know dragging Tabby. him around. Dragging him uh, behind him with a light jacket on or something like that. Like what Bill does with his kids when yeah. he's out, out messing around. My R- kids 
Ray's tough, man. Ray's tough. Just ask him. Not you. This bill. Bill. Oh, Port Gannick. The, the other bill. Port Gannick bill. The guy we want to talk to. Howdy, gang. Howdy, gang. How are you? Good. How's it going, guys? Well, you uh, said what's going on? Man, what, we, we're right at the end, so. Why are you always so Yeah, mellow? I know. We were, uh, we've, we've been out here at the Skyway fishing all morning, so one, I wanted to throw that in your face. Oh, great. That's um, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but could you keep anything? Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Legally or not legally? Just legally. <laughs> be quiet. Don't say yeah. things like that. Exactly. But uh, uh, we, we've just gotten started, so the boys are, boys are catching. So, you know, it's a, it's a good thing yeah. that they're catching and not just fishing. That's yeah. awesome. But, uh, what are they catching? Yeah. Are they catching catfish? Uh, they caught, uh, the, the child number two caught um, a little bitty uh, lane snapper, and then they're just catching some pinfish. As long as they're catching something, that's right. They don't care what it is. That's right. You know, as long as they're entertained. The happiest kid I ever, happiest kid I ever had on a, on the fishing pier was my son with a sabiki rig because he could look at us and go, "I'm catching thirty at a time, and you haven't caught anything." That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what Duke is using as a sabiki there you go. Uh, rig right now. Yeah. But yeah, hey, I, I wanted to say uh, too that I really enjoyed listening to the the gentleman who was uh, talking about hunters for the hungry. Yeah. Uh, that was a great segment this morning, and a lot of good information. I'll see, um, I'll see what we can do on, on my end as far as just some of the properties that we hunt and uh, stuff like that. I will, I will say too that uh, we've. I tried to start a hunters for the hungry movement um, a while back uh, out in the Middle East, uh, but nobody was taking the hog. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you're mean you're such yeah. a hey when when you're hungry you're hungry that you know, is... nobody over there has food allergies that that is true i mean i always tell my kids if you're hungry enough you will eat bugs it's funny how that works don't worry about it you will eat a bug so it's no big deal well now listen or, or, are you seeing any yep. blue crabs swimming by there while you're down there fishing or are you seeing any uh... actually we are um yeah I, th- I think uh i think duke said he saw a couple of them uh, this morning already. Hang on just a second. Hey, Duke. Duke, are you seeing any blue crabs coming by? Yeah, he's seeing them. No way. Well, there's a, there's another one to add to the list. Mm-hmm. I have two places already on the list, but go ahead. Yeah, so, yeah. You can take the word of a seven-year-old on uh, your fishing report. Well, I know. That, I, seven-year-old. Yeah, not because I know. Lie. Yeah, he's not going to lie. He's going to tell the <laughs> truth. Dad, that fish really isn't that big. Shut up. It was, yeah. it was 34 inches. <laughs> Be quiet. No, it wasn't. It was like, that's big as my shoe. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Take the word of yeah, the kid. That's uh yeah, so that's that's really what we're doing today. It was out in the woods last weekend, you know, hunting for hogs and stuff, but didn't uh didn't quite get any. Uh we've been I've been trying to do some eradication for a guy's uh property. Seeing a lot of coyotes though. A lot more than I thought we would. Start whacking uh, at things, there. man. Get them, get them out there. Oh, yeah. We're we're yeah, I'm trying to get those as well. It's either coyotes or, or or hogs right now, but uh we're seeing a lot of them on the wildlife camera. Yeah. And stuff, but it's just all over the like we'll see the coyote at like 6 a.m. and then we'll see it at 11 p.m. We'll see them we'll see them in midday actually. Well, how far Man. are they away from you when you see them? Well, I'm seeing on it on the, the wildlife camera. camera. I'm not seeing camera. any in the stand yet. Um the only thing that I saw on the stand so far was uh, two piglets that were behind me, and I couldn't really get a good shot. But uh, I'm only 25 yards away, but that's uh, – I think the Creedmoor will 
uh, take care of them at 25 yards. Well, you got to remember, not all special forces guys can shoot very well, so you know, take that into consideration. <laughs> That's true. But the Thor four, the, the scope that I got for that thing, the IR scope, is is phenomenal. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. And you know what? It works really well on coyotes as well. So uh, do your part. It does. Yes. I need to. I'll, I'll bring. Uh, hey, Jonathan, I'm I'm gonna probably swing by the place on Thursday. I got to get a. Uh, a bow restrung that uh, my dad just brought to me. So, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be in contact with you. It's not a Browning, is it? It's not an old Browning bow, is it? I haven't even, you know, to be honest with you, I haven't even seen uh, what what the bow is. They just got here last night and uh, still out in the car. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, I'll take a I'll take a look at it and and, and see what it is. But uh, yeah, awesome. So, if I'm not there, okay, I'll let Sean know, know you're coming. Okay. You know you what? Doing okay, though. I know. I, yeah, I no, a little no. late in the segment. But. I'm a, I'm a little upset that you didn't swing by the studio this morning and bring the kids by to say hi before you went to the Skyway and then called us and rub it in. So thanks for calling. We got to go. Get out, Mike. <laughs> oh, don't don't worry. You're uh, <laughs> hey. You, you'll you'll get what's coming to you here in uh, a few a few weeks. Okay, I'll take it by I, the by the studio. So I can, the foie gras. I can take that kind of whooping. I'm all good. It's all good. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> well, have fun with the kiddos right. out there, man, and uh, save some of those crabs yep. for me. I may be out there on uh, Sunday seeing what I can do. See if we can't fill up some Yes, stuff. sir. Thank you so much, right. Bill. Call us again, man. Yeah. Well, there you guys keep it between the ditches. Yeah, yeah I'll, safe, I'll try to. That's Bill Burkett, of course, with Porkganic. Porkganic Barbecue does a lot of great stuff out there for our veterans and Cooks out there out of the goodness of his own heart and doesn't ask for much in return. And uh, just trying to live a happy life with his family and kids. Spending a great day down there on the Skyway, man. What a great uh, what a great day to do it. At least until the showers start moving a little bit later how, this afternoon. How, how high up is the Skyway? I think you're low, uh, tide. low tide. You're probably what? Three uh, feet high and rising. No, nah, depending on the, the rise on that flat part, you're probably a good uh, 10, maybe 12 feet from the water. That's it? Yeah, I mean you could do a, it. you could do drop down baskets, you know, uh, crab baskets that way. But I don't, I don't want. When I, I used that. to fish the Gandy a lot, when you could, we would turn around, hang lights at night, and sure. the shrimp would come up, and we just we'd throw a cast net. You yep. turn around, you'd see a crab go floating by. You throw a cast net, you get it. You throw, see a shrimp. You oh, throw it, catch. You get it. Yeah, no, I mean uh, that's my catch. Yeah, that was that was a desired catch. You know what really sucks about that is you catch one blue crab swimming by, and it takes fifteen minutes to get him out of the cast net yeah. before hey. you and you get pinched hey. fifty six times, and then you get mad, and then Gino steps on it and but, uses it for black drum bait. But, well, that's what we were actually using. Oh. <laughs> I actually watched Gino bite the face off of a blue crab one time that he pulled out of the bucket that got him with both. I mean, double hooked him on the hands, and he was like, "You suck!" Pulled him out, and went <laughs> and broke him half, stuck him on a hook, and threw him out of there. He was like, "I ain't taking that." Paybacks or you know what? No, but anyway, uh, this is that's, why God put me at the top of the food chain. That's exactly right. I got these things right here. I'll punch right through you. But uh, so we're planning on going out, maybe doing some crabbing tomorrow evening and into the night. So. Uh, I got my bug away spray. I got my stuff all ready to go, and uh, we'll Do see. Do you have what a happens. lantern to hang down? Where tie, you're make at? sure, as in that episode that Brunson had, tie the tents down so that when the rain comes in, they don't I don't think we're going to tent it. I think we're going to, you know, just dirty it up and get out there and just you know, have a good time out there in the mud if it starts raining. It's all good. I don't care. Well, y'all have a great weekend. Let me know where you're going just in case I don't have a place to go. Okay, that sounds fun. Stay safe. All right, have a great weekend, everybody. Diego, thank you so much for your hard work today. I see the sweat pouring off your forehead, and it looks disgusting. 
See you guys next Saturday. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.